1: It's Wednesday, October 4th. Welcome to the Jazz Joe Hall Show. Thanks for dropping by on this busy Wednesday afternoon. Keep it locked here for news and and traffic. We've got a lot to talk about today. Let's begin with our top story and discuss cell phone prices. Now, you may recall, uh, before lifting the final barrier to Roger's uh, takeover of Shaw Communications this past March, Industry Minister Francois-Philippe Champagne said that the message he had heard from Canadians was loud and clear, that Canadian... Have said that they pay way too much for telecom services, and they want more options. Full stop. Now, Mr. Champagne's is uh, a solution f- was a real fourth player, as he called it at the time, to go toe to toe with the giants like Rogers and and um, and Telus and Bell. That fourth company would be Quebecor, which acquired Shaw's Freedom Mobile. Now, it's currently the fourth largest carrier in Canada. Um, when the purchase was made for 2.8 billion dollars. Now, part of that deal, Freedom was required to offer uh, wireless plans at a 20 20- percent discount compared with prices offered by the major wireless carriers now if you'll go to your local shopping mall you're seeing ads in the paper perhaps even here listening to them here at the cknw you see deals now about 45 dollars per month where you can get um calling between us and canada um Wire, uh, wireless plans and data plans are like 30 gigabytes a month 50 gigabytes per month so you're seeing some movement now it's early to say whether or not it'll have a significant impact but a new study confirms once again canada still has some of the most expensive cell data plans in the world uh, in some cases canadian mobile data plans cost 200 times more than the cheapest ones in other countries canada was ranked the 22nd most expensive country in the world um, An average average a cost of seven dollars and thirty-two cents per gigabyte. That's two hundred and sixty eight times more expensive than Israel. The country uh, that country has the lowest data plans where cell data costs two cents per gigabyte gigabyte compared to Canada's $7.32. Well, joining me on to discuss the issue of cell phone plans and why we still pay too much for cell phone costs is David Soberman. He's a professor of marketing at the University of Toronto's Rotman School of Management. Uh, Mr. Soberman, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Um, This is a constant conversation, of course, in Canada in regards to our our cell phone rates. Now, recently, uh, we've, um, uh, in the last year or so, learned that uh, Quebecor would be purchasing uh, uh, Freedom, uh, which many hope would spur greater competition. I'm seeing a little bit more anecdotally out out in the retail space of, you know, plans that seem to be offering more, costing a little bit um, less. Do you think that it'll have much of an impact uh, in regards to the overall pricing situation in Canada?
0: Probably not, but on the other hand, there is a downward trend over time. I guess the real concern that a lot of Canadians have is that the gap between what we pay and what they pay in many other countries is quite large. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Uh, How do we change that?
0: Well, um, I think that obviously one of the things that uh, the arguments that were brought to bear in trying to get approval for the Shaw merger was that it would increase competition. But frankly, I don't really think uh, the merger did a lot in terms of increasing competition. We still have a country which is dominated by three very large telecommunications companies. And even though they ostensibly compete, they don't compete nearly fiercely enough to give us prices that are globally competitive so i think really the only way to increase the level of competition is to allow new entrants and in particular foreign competitors to allow them to come into our marketplace and offer mobile phone service
1: uh, do other nations allow for foreign ownership
0: absolutely and i think that's one of the reasons that there is such uh, low mobile service um A place like France has competitors from Germany and from Britain that are also providing service. And in many countries, there are multiple competitors. Many of them are foreign-owned. And I think that's precisely one of the things that has impeded us getting competitive mobile phone rates in our country.
1: Hmm. Uh, you know, I, I look at my own phone bill uh, I, I pay $60 a month. I was getting about 30 gigabytes of data, which is not bad. It's a corporate plan here through work. Uh, but because even just what's occurring now with Freedom Mobile, I've now been able to get the same plan with a little bit with more gigabytes, but more importantly, I can use it in Canada or the US or vice versa that includes data. I viewed it as a win and that's what, what sort of spurred this conversation be- be- between us today. But, you know, if I was in, in, let's say, France and some of these other countries, what kind of prices would be, you know, broadly speaking, be, be paying for, for cell phone use?
0: Well, I can tell you because I've spent time in France as recently as last month. And for a month of service with unlimited calling and unlimited data, I'm paying 16 euros a month. So you convert that to Canadian dollars and you're looking less than twenty five dollars a month for unlimited calling and unlimited data. So that gives you an idea of, of of the gap.
1: No doubt. And I thought I had a deal. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm wondering in, in this case. So what's what's holding us back? Is it a, is it a case of the major telecoms just having um, that much uh, influence in the corridors of power? Is it a worry that that our major Canadian telecoms would be? we would lose control of or at least canadian ownership of these um of these companies what's what's holding the federal government back who keeps talking about wanting to have a fourth national provider that can drive competition
0: well it's a combination of factors and i think the two things that you mentioned are are in, are at play so the telecommunications companies do have a lot of influence and and not only that there's always been a fear in canada of foreigners taking over our economy, and that goes back decades. But I think most importantly is our telecommunications companies are not only the major broadcasters, they are also the major companies that provide mobile phone service. And rightly so, I think we've had cultural uh, objectives in terms of allowing outlets for Canadian artists to be able to uh, produce material and to have it distributed to Canadians. And for that reason, we tended to protect our broadcasters. But because the broadcasters own the mobile phone networks, somehow those things have gotten blurred. And I think that when it comes to broadcasting and providing an outlet for Canadian artists and Canadian content, that's very important, and Canadian ownership is important. But when it comes to something which is as commodity-like as mobile phone service and the ability to use the World Wide Web over your phone... That's the sort of thing where I think the cultural dimension or the cultural argument is a lot weaker.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you see, see this changing anytime soon? I mean, it, it, you know, we all have complaining about our telecom companies. We're always complaining about the prices of our cell phones and what we pay for our cell phone prices here. Um, is this going to change
0: anytime soon? Well, I think there's a couple of things. First of all, the type of report that we're discussing now is the sort of thing that really infuriates uh, Canadians. So, the more reports that we get showing what a bad deal we're getting, I think that helps to sort of get Canadians activated about getting something done. And I think the only way that something will happen is if there's pressure put on the people that are running our country. And so, we're going to have to sort of, if this becomes an important political issue and we elect people that make a commitment to allowing foreign firms to come into our mobile phone market, that is the sort of thing that will create positive changes.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. I know it's, a, it's an ongoing issue, uh, but uh, it's an important one, and, and hopefully one day we can see much lower, uh, lower prices. Mr. Soberman, thank you so much for your time today.
0: It was my pleasure, and thank you.